Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome to Ambridge on the Couch, an in-depth look at the archers with me, Harriet Carmichael. And Lucy Freeman. Oh, poor Mr. Newbie, is he still... He is still poorly sick. Oh, still COVIDing. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Before we... uh, Still us two. We're still... (laughs) Just. Hobbling around. (laughs) You with your hoarse, sexy voice and me coughing all over the shop. At least I sound good, Lucy. (coughs) I don't. (laughs) You would if you weren't coughing. (laughs) Before we dive in, let's remind ourselves of what happened last week with Lucy's Week in Ambridge. This week was brought to you by some of the most toe-curling dialogue I have ever heard. (laughs) Mum's the word when someone's pregnant. I believe you thousands wouldn't. I don't want to propose a toast. I want to eat some toast. Oh, yeah, that was funny. The only thing we didn't have was, I know you are, but what am I? I don't know what was going on, but it was awful. (laughs) We began the week with Tom and Natasha contemplating bringing a little chipolata into the world with nowhere to put it. But it's hello, Chipolata, and bye-bye, Blake. The scene at Traces, in which they all pretended to be the Waltons, but without Bradley, as he's not allowed to speak yet, was one of the most awfully written bits of anything I have ever heard. I can't even talk about it because it was too upsetting. And as a result, I'm now glad Blake has gone, just so we don't have to listen to stuff like that anymore, even though he is himself a good egg. Everyone forgot to tell Krusty that Blake doesn't want to see Philip anymore, so she was still schlepping off to see him in clink. Harassment broke the sad news to her that something had gone well, and she was devastated as it's all grist to Krusty's self-flagellating mill, and she was planning on walking barefoot to the prison while whacking herself with holly and nettles. Krusty has gone completely mad about the passion fruit by allowing everyone to be exactly what they like, regardless of relevance, time period, or suitability of costume. There are now hundreds of extras, which means there'll be even fewer people watching. And Krusty's just glibly saying, yes, whatever. So Tony's turning up as Thomas the Tank Engine, Pat as a Green and Common Protester, Harassment in a Thong, Richard Thwaite as a Roman Soldier, and Ruth as Barney the Dinosaur. It's insane. The entire venue is going to look like a little Disneyland. Mia did a bit of thunberging at the shoot, much to Will's annoyance. He said she was embarrassing him and would get him fired till she pointed out it wasn't his job. And then he told her that sheep didn't have values. Stella saved the day and Will took her some cider to say thank you, which will have put her right off him just in case his winning personality hadn't done it anyway. Just to be clear, Will, none of us think that someone like Stella would like someone like you either. However, the more I get to know Stella, the odder I think she is. She went to visit Ruth, a woman she'd had a chat with once, to ask her if she was going to be in the passion fruit. 
She then spent the rest of the morning with her, helping her find some lost paperwork <laughs> and then going out for a drink with her. None of that made sense. And I kept thinking I'd missed a bit, but I'm not sure I did. Was there a scene in which they bonded over a thing? No, me neither. <laughs> Talking of the bloody passion fruit, we have reached that point in the story arc we always hit at this point of the year. I realised I'm always writing my Christmas card when it happens. So imagine my surprise when Linda upset someone and the whole thing was thrown into jeopardy. Oh, goodness me, how shocked and astonished I am. What on earth will happen now? Over at Bridge Farm, Tom, terrified that mummy and daddy might be having some private time without him, muscled in on their anniversary lunch licked all the chocolate mousse, drank all the wine and then asked if he could move back into the womb. Tom wandered off and then Tony said he was hungry but mummy wouldn't let him have any crisps. She said he'd been the most wonderful husband for the last 47 years, conveniently forgetting the bit where she kicked him out and made him live in the caravan. And then just in case anyone had forgotten for longer than 30 seconds, we all started talking about John again. <clears throat> Bridge Farm then did what houses in Ambridge do at times of crisis, expand or contract depending on storyline. Despite the fact Bridge Farm had happily housed Pat, Tony, Helen, Jack and Henry, it heard it might have to deal with Tom and Natasha and promptly shrank, making it necessary for them all to stagger about with chests of drawers up and downstairs, bumping into each other like Chuckle Brothers. Helen and the boys only moved out less than a year ago. Why was it in such a state? Happily, though, they then found even more balms they didn't know they had to put the furniture in, but then changed their minds and also set themselves an arbitrary time limit of 24 hours just so they could make everything that little bit more stressful and chaotic. I think the reason I'm still hoping that Krusty ends up as one of the Bridge Farm archers is because I cannot imagine anyone better suited to living in that atmosphere of permanent self-imposed confusion and whinging. Also, for whoever wrote that bit, Pat and Tony would not watch Parks and Recreation. No. Tony would watch Mrs. Brown's Boys and Chuckle Away, and Pat would watch Wolf Hall. So there. <laughs> Remarkably, <laughs> Alien was Will and Stella's favourite film. I am surprised, frankly, as it would make much more sense if it was Tom and Tony's. Some big, controlling, matriarchal monster of which they all live in fear and from whom they can never escape, which latches onto people and sends them into a coma. It's Pat Alien! The end. <laughs> Uh, what was, do you think that Parks and Recreation, uh, do you think that was like an in-gag with the script writers? Well, I hope there was a point to it because it didn't make any sense in terms of, you know. It was so, <coughs> it was so sort of off the wall for Tony, yeah. wasn't it? What, it Completely. Must have been a, must have been a dare or something. Yes. There, there must have been something going on. Maybe it was a, little, a bit a like a bingo chuckle. thing where you try and get, get strange references into things. It, 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 exactly. Yeah. I had to like rewind it and just, ch I was like, what? There's another thing they said this week. Oh, I wrote it down somewhere. I don't know where it was. There was something about the veg boxes and Pat had run out of Moisiana. Oh, Mizuna. What is You'd that? run out of, oh, it's like a Japanese Kaylee thing, lettucey thing. Yes. I was like, this is this is all getting a bit bespoke. This <laughs> language, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know what happened. Some someone different is writing these scenes. I've never had Mizuna in a veg box ever, uh, ever, ever. Turnips. Mizuna, bless you. But, <laughs> um, but it was painting by numbers this week. Wasn't oh it? God! <laughs> Although I disagree. That toast line—I don't know what it was about that line. But when she said, um, I want to propose a taste, and he said, oh, I want to eat, so I actually <laughs> laughed out loud. Really? <laughs> Were you drunk? Had you been hitting the Benelli? I must have been. I just, it just made me laugh. Oh. <laughs> and then she, and then they ruined it by Pat doing that 
awful earnest speech. Yes. Well, of course, that's what she does. Her other name is Awful Earnest, isn't it? I mean, it? if it's your 450th anniversary, don't you end the night on a row? And... Yeah, of course. Sleep yeah. in separate rooms. You wouldn't thank say, your partner, would you? I knew I should never have done... Do you know what? I still look back at our wedding and I think, do you... I, I, had, I had a chance there to leave and I didn't. Talking of toast... Tony, I think you'll remember back in 1977 (laughs) when I was in the caravan (laughs) and you left there anyway. I'm too tired to think of a hilarious anecdote revolving around Tony. Oh dear, oh dear, it's the ill episode tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Lucy's still feeling the same. Lucy's not better. And you're feeling a little hoarse, aren't you? Uh, No. (laughs) I am. Um, um, it was yes. all over the shop this week. I thought it was an absolute yes. shocker. A bit like, oh yeah, that Blake scene. That was... That was drama. That was drama-rama. That was it absolutely was. ITV drama-rama 1982. And that was Blake's last scene. Poor so bastard. I bet he must have read to... that and thought, really? No, this is it, is it? Yeah, please let me... Yeah, well, he'd mm. rather have got run over. I was going to say... <laughs> Could Chelsea not back up and have another go? <laughs> or at least get Chelsea pregnant. Like, yes, you know, something. A, Leave I mean, on a high. Maybe Bloody there hell. will be a, a twist to that tale. But it was all a bit too yucky and cosy and odd. And it I was so... The best family ever. I know, and it was so clumsy that the boys were that. It was so convenient that they would just happened to have left the room. Yeah. But then also I got confused because I didn't realise Tracy had three... Has she got three kids? No. Were there two boys mentioned? No, that was her brother. <clears throat> oh, that's what confused yeah. me. No, okay. She's got Brad, Bradley and Chelsea. Yeah, that's then... what I thought. So Gareth. Gary, Gary is her brother. Oh, of course. And her dad, I got confused. Bert. I've got mm. confused. I was still laughing over the toast line, so I missed a few of those <laughs> oh, crucial references. Oh, yeah. Oh. But yeah, that was... Uh, and then... Uh, that why, was the kind why... of thing... That I get embarrassed about if someone comes in and hears me listening well, and I feel imagine like if, going... That's the thing. Imagine if you'd really persuaded someone mm, to start listening to the Archers yeah, yeah, yeah. and they tuned into that, they'd be like, oh my God. Well, I still feel laugh. embarrassed about Mr. Newby sometimes because I think, oh God, I bet he's thinking... <laughs> I wish I'd never seen Because you missed the Helen and Rob thing. No, but yeah. I, but there's been enough good episodes and good storylines. There's been enough good storylines. Do you think? To make it worthwhile yeah, for Yeah, there's been more modern slavery... And the fire... Did he, was he listening when it was the fire? No, oh. he, he, oh. he started after the fire, I think. Well, the trouble is, there's been the, the pandemic mm. has interfered with everything. I'll tell you it? what, though, but he gets so emotionally involved. <laughs> Can <laughs> you imagine? Rob and Helen would have blown his socks off. He'd have, oh he'd have been, had a nervous breakdown. We, well, we won't know because he can't tune in this week, but he might have had a little weep over that um, Chelsea and Blake episode for we know. I'm, I, I doubt, I think he was much more like to be throwing things at the radio. Just gave him a headache instead. To, yes, I just, oh, for God's sake. Yeah, there was that. That was odd. Um, uh, what was it? Yeah, the, oh, yeah, and then Tom saying, oh, can we move in in 24 hours? Yeah. Oh, no, no. Before that, though, it was the pregnancy announcement, wasn't yeah. it? And basically, it was so funny, though, when <laughs> Pat's reaction... <laughs> When she went, oh, yeah, oh, <laughs> it was like I thought she'd been stabbed. <laughs> oh, she kept doing it as well. I know. Like, all right, all right, Pat. God, 
it wasn't it, 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 it sounded news. like some sort of i thought it's, it's like a sort of a sexual frenzy noise yes. that she was doing <laughs> it's going like, on pat got your vibrator out again it was an odd choice i, I mean i don't know that noise for a while pat no yes <laughs> It was our 40th anniversary last night. <laughs> you don't know guys. what I was doing under oh. the table while you were all eating that chocolate. She's very red, Mum. Uh, um, <laughs> no, it was like a guttural. I mean, I, under, you know, I understood where the reaction came from. I just, yes, it's just, just made me laugh. She basically just stole the limelight yes. she, in that scene. Oh! And she said, oh, Tom. And I thought, he's not having the baby. It's her. She is. The lady, the one standing at the girl one standing in the corner the, that you don't like. The one that you don't one. like. The one who isn't one of yours, so therefore well, you're not. You're interested. never gonna get to hold my baby, Pat. Yeah. So stop with all those firework up the arse noises. Honestly. And let us move I would, in. <laughs> I would you know when Tom was going, I don't want to live in a studio. Do you want to I thought Two hours of living with Pat and Tony and you'll be longing for a bloody studio. Oh, my God. That's just... I mean, it's great. It's great. It's good. It's going to be good content, It's going it? to be... Yeah. It's, it's going to be, be very, very good. Yeah. <clears throat> but, 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 yeah. I mean, why didn't they just say... Can we just have... Can we have 48 hours? Yes. Or, <laughs> no. They could or, also have said that. Or, or five or days. he could have spoken to his wife, who knows nothing about this... So she is going to come back from Wales thinking that she is off. moving back into her nice flat and is going to mm-hmm. find that she's going to be spending Christmas oh my God. in at her in-laws and no one's told her. Oh my God, how angry would you? I'd, I'd be straight off to a hotel. Yeah, me too. That is, In fact, I hadn't thought about it like that, but that's outrageous what Tom's doing. Yeah, but it's what so they always ridiculous. do. They make... They make so, that's why Kirsty would fit in so yes, well at Bridge right. Farm. They make sudden, random decisions based on instinct and emotion, well, yeah. and no rationality whatsoever, and no calmness, no no thinking. It's just sudden, immediate, and, and it's um, annoying. Yeah. It's annoying because it's not believable, and it's and obviously it's for the drama. Yeah, I get that. But then, although we're skipping forward a bit, how annoying was? thursday's episode i can't even remember what happened well they repeated a storyline oh (coughs) yeah basically going oh you linda told on us yeah and then i was like but this is that we literally we literally had this storyline last week yeah this is so lazy Mm. you can't repeat you can't do the same yeah the same dialogue even basically yeah that was an, that was really an, that was really annoying. And actually. also, I don't like it when when Natasha accused. Ruth wouldn't be like yeah. that anyway. And when Natasha accused Susan, we had Susan going, "Oh, I don't think she should have done that." And then we didn't hear anything else from it. And Natasha's now sodded off back to Wales. Yeah, she didn't go and apologise. No, she, Tom apologised. And uh, and now we've got Ruth accusing Linda, and Ruth saying, "Right, fine. Well, you're not having the thing for for the the party that for the for the show then." And, uh, you know, will they talk about it again? Or is this, it's like, um, I don't know, it's like, it's like the plot's being jump-started, but there's no, there's no link to it. There's, there's no, no fine detail. No. Which is just, it's quite, it's quite, it's quite frustrating It's just people listener. catapulting themselves off the handle every two seconds. And yeah. Mm. And also, ha- seriously, have I missed a bit where Ruth and Stella are friends? 
there was one scene where they became friends and it was after the pip after pip oh that was all it was that was the scene yeah they had like a sort of bromance scene i think yeah, I'm pretty sure they did. They had a sort of di- they had a scene together, and they basically became friends within. Five and they minutes. just because they're 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 both women women they're in both, farming. They're and... both women. Okay, oh that's it. So that's have, right. so we both have ovaries. Let's be friends. Okay. Yeah. And um, but but it was, it was weird, wasn't it? Like, it's just it really like all, all right, Stella. Oh, and what do you, what do you want? <laughs> oh, I just came to help you with your filing. <laughs> Oh, right, all right. Hi, total stranger. I, I just wanted to, you're like, Sh- Stella, surely you've got a really busy job. Yes. But you've suddenly, I mean, God, wouldn't you love that? If you had an hour to go and help with someone's filing, you'd be such a good friend, wouldn't you? But who, anyway, yeah, I know. that's lovely, sweet. So they did more bonding over that and then yeah. they went to the pub. Yeah. So, but they're, but they're busies now. That is but it, no, you didn't miss anything. It, it happened in a um, in in a scene. Basically, in a scene, Ruth forgot all about Usha and just decided she was going to have a new best friend. <laughs> it's Usha. like the playground, isn't it? it when is. your child comes home and you, I want her to live with us forever, and she's coming to my party, and <laughs> but I, but I, I love do, her. But I do really like Stella. I think she's a class character. Yes, she is. She's. Really, really uh, sorted. Please, God, tell me she's not going to get together with Will. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, please, no. Well, that was my first... Re- that was my first reaction was, no, you've got to be joking. She's t- she's too good for him. But then my second reaction, Lucy, when I remembered it was just a drama, was, well, it was quite sad when, <clears throat> when you remember that, Nick, you know, Nick died four years ago. And when Mia basically said... She reminds me of mum. Mm. I actually thought, oh, oh, would it be so bad? Yes. Oh. I think, I don't know how to say this. Oh my God. Are you going to be a bit, I'm going to say? I'm, I'm going to be a bit, <gasps> yeah. Let's not be, let's not be. No, no, are oh, you, are you? No. Why, what do you no. say? What do you no, say? No, 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 okay. Oh, no, I'm, no, no. Can I, well, maybe I think that having those two particular actors in a scene together... Oh, my God, that's even worse. One you of them... Say, you can't say it, Lucy. Okay. Because I thought Will pulled his socks up a, up a bit this week, actually, and I wonder if Stella might be good for his acting. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder... Could we Lucy be speed, any more patronising? I, <laughs> I know, it's so horrible. And Will is Will. That's, that's his character. That's what he is, isn't it? And he showed a tiny bit of sensitivity this week, I thought, when he his voice cracked a little bit when he mentioned Nick. Mm. And, oh, he just needs a bit more vulnerability, doesn't he, for us to like him. Mm. And maybe... That's not what I'm saying, though. You know what I'm saying, don't you? Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. You're saying he doesn't, he's not a good actor and she's really good. <laughs> but she's Lucy Speed. Yes, we can't all be Lucy Speed. We can't all be Lucy Speed. We can't. We just can't. No. And um, and it might be good for him <laughs> to have a bit of speed. This is very <coughs> meta because I'm not sure whether we're talking about the oh. actors, the characters, or well, what. I'm trying now, to I'm it. trying to keep it a bit blurry because yes. we don't want to slag anyone. <clears throat> no, uh, but yeah, they're all no. fine because they because they're all... and what's good about the archers is you have a good variety of characters. And different acting styles. Well, it's a repertory company, isn't it, basically? 
Yeah. So that's the thing, isn't it? I think even if someone isn't a fine actor and might not get a job at you know, the National, mm. you believe in them as a character because you, you're so familiar with them. Yeah. So yeah. it doesn't really matter if their if they're crying's a bit crappy. Yeah. Or, you know, or if they... You just... Because they're so familiar to us, it's yeah. fine. Yes. Do you think we should cut all this out? <laughs> no, I don't. Okay, okay. I don't. Honestly, no. I don't. No, we're not, we're not being mean, I don't think. No. Yeah. Moving on. Cuckoo. <laughs> <laughs> cuckoo. Such a weak cuckoo. I haven't cuckoo. got anything on my notes except... Um, the only thing I wrote in my notes was the, about the toast line. Really? And Did you yeah. really like that? Honestly, I when he went, I'd like to eat some toast, I went... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know what, I know what, I know. And then Tony, Tony and Tom's conversation, you... Uh, again, this is something that you talked about way before it came up in the scene. Do you remember when you were talking about Tom's survivor guilt? Yeah. And that's what he started talking about. Yeah. And, and actually, having thought they were all a bunch of dicks, mm. then when he started talking about that, it was a relief because you can forgive them for mm. being annoying. Because he was, he was saying exactly what you said. But that whole family needs so much therapy. They, <laughs> they are absolute, they're all nuts. There isn't one of them that is living their life in the way that they want to, with the possible exception of Pat, I think. Mm. But I'm not even sure about that because I think her need for control overrides actual happiness. She doesn't go for happiness. She just goes for everything is completely controlled and contained. Um, yeah. I, uh, except, when, except when she finds out Natasha's pregnant. And then she has an oh! orgasm, apparently. <laughs> Maybe that was a character choice because she is so uptight. Mm. Maybe she was like, Pat would react like that because... You know, like if you're so uptight and yeah. then something hits you right in the gut, yeah. you can't control it suddenly. Yeah. And it comes out like a big splurgy. Ugh! <laughs> Ugh! Like, you ha- like you've had a baby on the floor. <laughs> Something like that. <coughs> um, I thought it was... All right, Pat, you're not giving birth. <laughs> Calm down with your ears. I thought it was quite uh, interesting when Tom said, He's my old. How can I be older than my older brother? Yeah, I thought that was you really know, moving. it's very yeah, it was quite yeah, yeah. And then you know, to, and also because John never had the chance to have a baby, and you know, and suddenly it's good to be reminded. You know, the last time Tom's partner was pregnant, well, mm. as far as we know, because we don't know, uh, we don't know if Natasha's had any miscarriages, but cursed well, you know, probably for Tom, the last time. Yeah. Last she time hasn't got a had pregnant. any otherwise no i think he, it would yeah. have been said yeah yeah but i liked the fact that they said they've been trying for years and years yeah and they hadn't splashed that around yeah in this you know yeah because that's what happens isn't it you, yes you don't realize sometimes that people have been yeah. trying to have a baby for 10 years yeah until they have a baby yeah well i know and people say the most stupid tactless unpleasant yeah, things to it's people awful isn't it yep awful yes i did that when i was in my early 20s and my friend had got married quite young and i um i was so annoying and every time i saw her go are you gonna have a baby are you pregnant yet are you and then about five years later she just looked she just turned around and went can you just shut up because we've been trying for ages and it hasn't happened and it's really hurtful every time and i was it was a really good lesson obviously because i was a 
young and yeah. stupid. I didn't had didn't um, you know you don't think like that when you're young. Unfortunately, the lessons that you learn when you're young usually <laughs> involve hurting other people, don't yeah, they? You, you do because you're a dick and you're yeah. insensitive and showy offy. Oh, I'm still like that, but you know you, you do you hurt people. Yeah accidentally but it's good it was a lesson learned anyway she went on to have twins oh good so, yes it was lovely hurrah for your friend yes have twins yeah yeah good good good, good. Um, well we've all, yeah we've all done things like that the sort of thing that makes you wake up in the middle of the night in a cold oh my sweat god. thinking <laughs> oh, doesn't it god I wish I had said that doesn't it oh my god like the whatsapp you never should have sent yeah <gasps> yeah I'm still recoiling very much so years later <laughs> awful i can't say it because it, it was so awful but i broke up a friendship oh, like I, we can't be friends with them anymore because of what i said i said a truth to but i sent it to the group rather than Ooh. sending it to one of the it was awful lucy i know anyway that'll teach us to check you whatsapp check who oh. you're sending it to okay <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh, you've made my stomach go all funny now. <laughs> oh, sorry, I've given you more more symptoms. <laughs> it's always the thing. It's when you send the message to the person you're talking about rather than to the person you're talking to. And usually it's because you're so, you're so sort of excited to send it. You're not thinking. Mm. Your brain is totally elsewhere. Yeah, and then and then that's even worse because oh then God. you think, oh God, I, actually, I was sort of relishing that. And that's, ugh, ugh horrible. I'm just going to eat a Tarali. Hang on. A what now? Can you hear it? Yeah, what is it? Um, a Tarali. Oh. Do you know, do you like them? Mm. They're yummy. They're like fennel breadsticks in little wrapped in little circles. They're really nice. Finished? No. Okay. Um, I'm just going to carry on eating. <laughs> you need you the energy. Amongst, talk amongst yourselves. Okie dokie. Um, <clears throat> right. Uh, this is from Liz Danziger. Oh, yeah, she good. who is getting oh, good. married. I can sit back and relax now. Yeah. Have my wine, Eat, have yeah. my tarallies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I love this bit. This is my favourite bit of the podcast. Okay, go. Firstly, Lucy's fascination with the gills, she says. Let's get this straight. <laughs> home farmhouse is not smack bang in the middle of the village. More right. like it's smack bang in the middle of home farm, surrounded by 1,500 acres, about two and a third square miles, 608 hectares. See the attached map, she says. <laughs> That we've been sent so many times. We should know it by now. I know. We're not map people, are we? <laughs> people forget that Ambridge has a significant commuting population, driving off to Brum or Hollerton Junction on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. I refer to these as the Ubers, the Uber silence. They are the, there are the ordinary silence, the Thwaites, the Noakes, the Booths, etc. And these Ubers, resident in Grange, Spinney, Beechwood and Gleeblands, etc. The Gills are simply the only Ubers for whom we have a name. And the only reason we have their name is because it would be stupid for Brian to say, we've sold the house, although I didn't actually bother to ask the name of the buyer. (laughs) (laughs) Nevertheless, the Gills are Ubers, Uber silence living beyond the edge of the village. Oh, I like that. The Ubers. Yes, Ubers. Uh, and she says, don't forget my suggestion to speak to Uncle God Kerry about an Ambridge COVID book. And I did forget, but then I did find it again, uh, Liz. Um, she said, why don't, why doesn't somebody do a book or at least get Kerry on the show? 
to talk about what was involved in producing the programme during COVID. Mm, who made the decisions? What were the problems? Who thought of the monologues? Who made those decisions? <laughs> and why? Why were there two script writers per, ep- per four episode week? And how was the budget affected, etc.? She would be very interested to know, and I think probably other people would too. Okay. Um, but so we can ask Uncle January, God. Lucy. Yes, I'll add it to the list. <laughs> oh, cries briefly. Anyway, um, and Connie Mitchell, who says, uh, hello, Lucy and Harriet. So nice to have you back, and I'm glad you are recovering, Harriet, she says. <laughs> Yes. I'm recovered. He's recovered. <laughs> I've been listening to The Archers for about 15 years now. And like some of your other American listeners, I don't know anyone else here who shares my obsession for 15 minutes of what I referred to as Radio Xanax five <laughs> days a week. My British in-laws chuckle at my interest, but they're not listeners themselves. What? They're English for heaven's sake, she says. I've been thinking maybe us American fans should somehow form our own little group to bond and share our appreciation. How could we work that maybe as part of the Facebook page? Anyway, thanks for your delightful analysis each week and sending positive vibes to Mr. Newby and all those struggling with COVID wherever you might be. Connie Mitchell from Lee's Summit in Missouri. Um, so that's a good idea. That I mean, our, idea. our Facebook page is a bit um, desolate, isn't yes. it? Because n- none of us bother to go on it. Yep. I, don't, I don't think I'm... I'm not on Facebook, so I don't... <laughs> I'm absolutely think, stuffed. I've got I no idea. I think it's got one one friend, <laughs> Mr. Newbie. Oh! Um, no, but only because it's not very active. But maybe we should get it more active. Yes. But that's quite hard, isn't Fill it? Fill it <laughs> with Americans. Oh, oh maybe, dear me. Oh, Lucy, all right. Mm-hmm. Oh dear! Have you got your your hot ginger wine? No, I can't. Can I? I've got oh, yeah. kombucha. Oh yeah. Oh, oh god, don't. Um, <laughs> stop it. Um, yeah. Well, uh, blah, 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 blah. how do we do that, Luce? Um. Um. Maybe someone um, could like come up with an app for us, like an average on the couch app. And yes, because like, obviously, we as we know people. from the Bridge Fresh app, it only takes two weeks and no money <laughs> to do an app. <laughs> that then works faultlessly forever because you know but we do like have that. we do have a facebook page yes so we if anybody who is facebook uh literate. familiar literate and regular um fancy <laughs> facebook regular because <laughs> maybe like we could make everybody admin or something and then you can i don't know everybody who wants to be admin could be admin and then they can sort of I don't, I don't it was too much stuff or too much you to could just about. all email me and say I would want like to be connected and then I can give all of you all of your email addresses and then you can all talk to each other yeah that's a good idea or WhatsApp yes whatever L- Lucy's number is Oh eight hundred oh eight hundred. She won't give it to me. Duh. She'll never give it to me. I'm only allowed to email her or speak to her remotely from a microphone. <coughs> All right. All right. All right. Uh, yeah. Okay. We'll think about that. Yes. But I or would... just e- just email Lucy. I just email I would, her. I would like to. Yeah, me to too. Get, get all that American. I, I think if about we it. could get if we could get a sort of connecting thing going on, that would be really nice. Yes. And that would help us on our international tour, Lucy. Yes. Oh, God. Are we doing that as well? Yeah, in 2024. Okay, when yeah. the COVID's gone and we've now got yeah. some new horrible Yeah, when there's no COVID thing. left. Yeah, yeah. when there's that Because everyone's pandemic. either dead or it's... it's we could do a cruise, couldn't we? Mm. 
Hmm. I'd quite hmm. like that, apart from people get norovirus on <laughs> cruises at night. Spend the whole that, time hoying over the COVID, side. don't mm. they? Yes. A COVID ship. It's like a sort of a floating Petri dish. Oh, I really God. don't want... Mm. No. no. Okay, all right. No. Let's scrap the cruise. We'll go out in a dinghy and just... Although I do like the idea of all those people where there's... Where they... <laughs> Where people come back and they've like put on four stone because there's a buffet on every floor that's open all the time. So people get completely, get, they're like eating lobster volavol at 10 to 10 in the morning for no, because it's there, you know. And you don't have to go anywhere. So you don't have to move anywhere, yeah. do you? <laughs> Just plod up and down, <laughs> filling your face. Well, it sounds, that actually sounds quite restful, doesn't it? <laughs> Actually, don't no, wouldn't mind that after Christmas. That's because it's Christmas and we've both got too much to do. It's and... the busy. It's probably the busiest week, isn't it? It's <sighs> busy at work. People are wrapping, not wrapping presents, wrapping presents, but wrapping stuff up for work. It's busy, and then you've got to think about doing Christmas shopping. Yeah. Then you've got to think. Yes, it's definitely too late to send Christmas cards. But every time I get a Christmas card, my heart sinks. <laughs> Because you're like, it's more reason to have sent Christmas cards, but it's just way too late. Yes. Because I have to make mine. I can't just buy them because I because I make cards. I can't buy Christmas cards and send them. So if I send them, I have to hand make them. So it takes ages. When you say have to. I have to. Who is imposing that on you? I, myself, I cannot. Yeah, okay. C- could not buy a card. I'd okay. rather not send a card than not make a card. <clears throat> right. Next year, I'm going to get some printed, though. Yes, good idea. That'd be easier, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. So you'll get a Christmas card next year, Lucy. Way! Thank yeah. you. So will all our listeners, do send your addresses to Lucy Freeman. <laughs> Stop signing me up for things. <laughs> we could do Ambridge on the Couch Christmas cards, couldn't we? Oh, oh, oh. I was going to do, I was going to do that. I was going to do a, a, a virtual one anyway. Mm. Like, a, you know, a picture. I'll do that this weekend. Yeah, yes, because yeah. I, 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 you have I, lots of time at the weekend. <laughs> So much time. So much much time. Like, uh, it's like... Every email and text message and WhatsApp message and message message that I am getting at the moment begins with the words, would you mind or could you just... Oh, Lucy. And I feel like going, no and no. No, I can't. (laughs) I haven't got time. And you don't mean, could I just? Because when you say, could you just... But then when, that's fine. But then when there's 25 people all going, could you just? Then it's not, could you just anymore? I think asking someone to do something, especially at this time of year. Yes. And if it's for free, is a bit cheeky. Because it's quite hard to say no. Because obviously, because I do draw stuff. Mm. And I'm really happy for people to ask me to draw stuff. But I can't draw for money, so it always has to be free. And I'm really happy to do it any other time of year. Hang on, whoa, 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 whoa. You're, what do you mean you can't draw for money? Oh, well, if there's money involved, I get, I get, it's like a physical thing. I get a block, so I just can't, I, I just can barely pick up the pen. It, it, it's like, it's like, I heard a radio program about it, and it's like, it's like actor's block or writer's block. If there's money involved, there's more pressure, and the pressure affects your brain, and so you can't do it. So I'm really happy to do it because if you do it for no money, then people can chuck it away if they don't like it or, right. you know, there's no pressure. Okay. So I don't mind doing that. Okay. But if you ask me on the 15th of December, I'm, <laughs> I'm literally going to cry. So just please don't ask me. <laughs> That's why I sound like this because I've been up so late every night mm. doing 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 that. Anyway, God, I don't know what I'm, what am I moaning about? What am I, mate? I have a silly job. 
lovely kids. Keep remembering I'm not working in a COVID ward, Lucy. <laughs> Get a grip, woman. My friend said- Lucy, I've been up really late because I've been making Christmas cards. <laughs> and going to parties. I've been up really late because I've been saving people from dying. <laughs> I've been performing surgery. I've been delivering a baby for 24 hours. Bloody hell. Yeah, but I've been colouring in. <laughs> and my wrist really hurts now. And also I couldn't go to the party I really wanted to go to. <laughs> and, I, and I do like at least one <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Someone said to me today, like, I was, like, moaning about saying it was a busy week. And, and he was like, oh, yeah, because you do a podcast, don't you? And I was like, yeah. And then I was like, but that's not why I'm busy. I don't, I'm not busy because I do a, one podcast. There's no prep that goes into the podcast. It could be, but there isn't. But... <laughs> no, there, I always mean to do it. Yes, just it do I. Yeah. I think it gives us an air of... Devil uh, may care spontaneity. <laughs> Devil does care. Yes. Devil. Uh, anyway, sorry. Oh, we're not talking about the arches. <coughs> oh, sorry, hang on a minute. I need to breathe. What about uh, gas and air? I'm not having a baby. <laughs> I'm not oh, Pat. God, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> Breathe, Pat. Just breathe. Oh, hang on. You're not the one having a baby. I will laugh if it's Pat <coughs> birthing <coughs> Natasha. I was thinking exactly that. It'll end up Natasha in a barn, you know, mm. in some hay bales having the baby. And Pat's the only one around. She delivers the baby and then they become, you know, mm. a, 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 a loving... But you can imagine, you know, the ambulance arriving and Pat leaping into the back while Natasha's still sat there with the baby, <laughs> you know, and... And then Tony coming out of his train shed. Oh, yeah. have I missed something? <laughs> oh, just putting Mr. Flubbly back in his choo-choo train. Oh, Lucy, have a break. Have a break. <laughs> oh, you're right. Yeah. T- take a breath now. Come on, have a break. Have a cup of tea. Go outside. Have a fag. What, a oh. loincloth? Are you serious? <laughs> Oh, I'd look good in that. <clears throat> Don't you remember, though, when Chris Carter did it, he was in a loincloth, wasn't he? Oh, my God. He They're was actually, Jesus. They are recycling it. He was all oiled up and in a loincloth. I can't believe that. And uh, and um, Kirsty said, well, that's the problem with doing the, um, doing the, the Passion at Christmas, not Easter. And I thought, I wouldn't fancy... Waving me bits around up, around up a hill in April, to be honest. I mean, probably I... about two degrees warmer than December, that... but not much. Harrison will love wearing a loincloth. He'll wear a nice fur coat over do you think, it. Do you think all this recycling is part of some the Radio 4 sustainability scheme or I, something? It must be. It must be. Um, I, or I wonder if they've just got like a new... Or has everyone just gone on holiday a... and said... Uh, I... Just fill, fill for a week. Cut some words out of those scripts from 2016. <laughs> Stick them all together and you'll get some sort of episode. <laughs> like that, you know, that game you play where someone draws the head, someone yes, draws the consequences, body. yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically, like, and they're like, actually, that's quite good. Yeah. 
<laughs> believe it. Um, uh, Rex was uh, baby Jesus in the, oh! his nativity. We got to go because it was last week. They hadn't quite cancelled everything. Hang on, so Rex he... is three. I know, because he's so tiny. Oh! <laughs> yeah, because he's like the tiniest. Because he looked, he looked, because he was so premature, he looks like he's 18 months. And so he's much smaller than any other child. And he's a little bit, his hair hasn't quite grown fully. Wow, I've looks, ne- that is a really committed nativity, having a proper baby, as little baby Jesus. I know. And he was so <clears throat> good, and he loved it so much. And he was so keen to be on the stage the whole time that he came on even before he was born. <laughs> Well, he was premature. <laughs> oh, he was so perfectly him. Oh. Yeah, it was so cute. <laughs> Mary had COVID. So there was Joseph and a donkey, and they were going to Bethlehem. But then Rex appeared. I think <clears throat> I don't think the angel had even paid a visit yet. <laughs> anyway, it was so sweet. And he just refused to get off the stage. It was so lovely. <laughs> oh. And I had a front row seat. I was so proud. Did he wave at you from the front? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot, of, yeah, a lot of big smiles. <coughs> and uh, it was really lovely. You know, and I just keep thinking for the kids and for parents who mm. might never see their kid in a nativity. Because mm. every Christmas they'll have to be cancelled. It's sad, yeah. isn't it? But I know that's, you know, the sort of <clears throat> one of the less consequences. But And then even today, I... I went. I actually took Rex to the theatre uh, to see a little to see Father Christmas in Hammersmith, and there was because um, all the other schools have cancelled their school visits to the theatres, obviously. And but there was one little class of people, and they were all about five. Are you there? I'm mm-hmm. oh, sorry. Have you, have you nodded off? Yet? No, no. <laughs> and it was so because you know you sort of think oh well in all of this like going to the theater it's not a big deal you know but you know but there's these kids and they were like five years old and there was a sort of magical moment where father christmas sort of opened a door and these puppet reindeer came out and the five-year-olds just all went together (gasps) oh oh my god and i just cried it was such a moving sound you know, they'd never... It was so magical to them. Yeah. I sound like a right old wanker, but... No, you really don't. I know exactly what you mean. You really remember, like, these yeah. li- live experiences <clears throat> are so important. I can but... still remember going to Northampton Rep and seeing the Royal Theatre Northampton and seeing the pantomime and seeing the pantomime baddie uh, in Aladdin because he had sequins on his eyes. So every time he <gasps> blinked... Oh my, oh, my God. Oh, my God. It makes me feel sick. Oh, it makes me feel sick. Whoa. My I've God, you're such before. a pat archer. That was such an overreaction. <laughs> on his eyelids, not oh. stuck on his eyes. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I can't bear it. I saw that once on a, in a makeup, like, I don't know, makeup show or something. Uh, uh, something about sequins on eyelashes or eyes. It makes me feel sick. Oh. Yeah. Well, all right then. Anyway, there sorry, was a thing carry, which carry was hugely on. effective. And right. I can still remember the smell of being in the theatre oh, and wow. being able to smell the powder and oh. the people around me and the and this these flashing eyes and thinking, oh, wow! And you could probably smell the makeup coming off yeah. them. So yeah, Harrison's going to be a 
Sexy Jesus. Rex was a cute Jesus and Harrison's going to be a There's sexy Jesus. There's something slightly odd about the fact that they keep getting the hottest man in the village to play Jesus, isn't yeah, I think there? it's so they can have a photo op, isn't it? <clears throat> uh, on the day. Okay. Get the Borchester echo there. I'm so bored of the passion. It's so boring. And Harriet. The only who? funny thing Now everyone is... is in it. Who is going <laughs> to watch it? <laughs> I mean, I loved your bit where you... Where where Tony was dressed up as Thomas the Tank Engine. Because there was a scene, wasn't there, where Pat sort of said... Pat's going, can I dr- wear my <laughs> 70s dress? No, you can't. Um, uh, uh, yeah, okay, have you got any heels to go with it? Yeah. <laughs> Big long dangly earrings and, yeah, <laughs> feather bow. But you're right. Who? That, it's only going to be Alice and Chris watching it. Chris going, oh, I made a much better Jesus. Yeah. And Alice going, that's really And Alice good, propped guys. up against the cross, <laughs> swigging from a bottle of Pinot Grigio. I just, yeah, it's up. And who, just, just, I know I shouldn't be, I know I shouldn't bring in boring realism, but who in their right mind is going to pay to go to Ambridge and trail around the flipping village watching amateur actors bellowing nonsense I, I assume you don't have to pay because this is like a this is like this is a community show isn't it where does the money come from from all the costumes and all this stuff well no they do it but they get it from the prop from the cupboard don't they in the <clears> that <throat> dusty old that's cupboard one hell of a cupboard it's got clary makes it. all the costumes as well as plucking the turkeys they turkeys Tur- turkeys are they? <laughs> oh i'm getting my sequins all confused with beady eyes <laughs> is that a beak or <laughs> is it a button <laughs> oh it's probably i can just imagine her in that in like a turkey shed with feathers everywhere and <laughs> and then costumes. sewing costumes and, oh, bloody, bloody getting... fingerprints <laughs> all on things <laughs> um did you yeah. did you practice your turkey impression? Or well, not? Yeah, as, you, as you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> Do yours because yours is really good, Lucy. I can't because it made me cough on. again. No, I'll go on. I posted it though. I posted the film of the turkey. Oh, did you? I did. Well, you post about ten thousand tweets a day, so I I don't really care. No, on the Ambridge on the couch one, I posted it. Oh, that one! I never bothered to share that one. I know. I thought we only did one tweet a week when when when, when, it, when going, the show goes it's, up. It's up or possibly it's not. I don't know where it is. Just oh, give me a minute. Um, Lucy, mm-hmm. happy anniversary. <gasps> Thank you, darling. Happy anniversary to you too. I think it's our anniversary. Are we going to uh, eat chocolate mousse? Oh, it's so nice that one person remembered our anniversary. <laughs> and it wasn't any of us <laughs> who were in it. And we had to be told when our anniversary was. And I think it is today. Uh, hang on, when was it? At Six Things. Very kindly told us when it was. Uh, now I can't find it. Oh, oh. 21st, she said, didn't she? Oh, sorry, I'm premature with that. Soz, okay. Okay, forget it, guys. Take the wine. Oh, they t- take the champers back, Rufus. Champers back. We're not opening it. No, I said don't open it. Shh. <laughs> um, that was a lame one. <laughs> Oh, I used to be really good at that. How that do you do it? Good. Do you stick your finger in your mouth? Yeah, you know, you pop your mouth. I can't 20, do that. Twenty first of the twelfth. Yeah. Oh, that's next Tuesday. Okay. Oh, uh, should we do a Tuesday special? No, no. no. It's the twenty first of December. <laughs> <laughs> We're not doing a Tuesday no. special. <laughs> 
<laughs> I will be hot and sweaty in TK Maxx and then next or somewhere like that trying to find I like presents. in TK Maxx to do the um, play your cards right approach, which you probably <laughs> won't remember, which is two off the top and one off the bottom. So it's basically <laughs> you just run around the shelves bit that they have at the end by the tills. Oh, and I love that. You just do two it. off the top and one off the bottom and then you come Such. out and discover that you've got a scented candle <laughs> and a pair of hideous and a, gloves and a box of chocolates that's already been opened yes that's made in in the people's it's republic so, of nowhere yeah so much of that i was in there the other day and there was like all these lovely gift boxes some of them like from the body shop some of them for cow shed half of them had been opened yeah and all the stuff had been taken out and taken away from the shop it was disgraceful but you could if you hadn't checked you could have easily bought it and not realized that there was a shampoo missing it's in, not really know. a shop it's a bring and buy sale tk Maxx, i think it basically is because you when you're trying to find things you're like scrabbling on the floor because people have just they're just throwing yeah. clothes behind a, them a over their shoulders is always go to the back of the shelf because there'll be something unexpected there mm. that you didn't think you would find like chocolates <laughs> or some sick Yes. <laughs> or a small child that someone's forgotten about. Oh my about. god. Oh, Rufus left Rex in a shop today. Oh. <laughs> he took some we had You some can't extra... leave the baby Jesus in a shop. <laughs> he left the baby Jesus in the... Yeah, he basically did a David Cameron and left a child in a shop. He only oh. got to the door of the shop, but just as he was leaving the shop, lady <laughs> said, uh, I, I think you've forgotten something, sir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rex was Hello, Clare. Didn't realise it was you. Everyone looks funny before they've been dried off, don't they? I have been dried off. I just haven't been feathered. Feathered? Yes, Clary has been inspired by a visit to Paris, a city from which I may or may not come, to judge up her look. Do what to it? Judge it, you know. A bit of jauge. Uh, Is that a French word for braise? Zouz? How would I know? Stop saying zuz. It makes my teeth go funny. So, what are we doing, Susan? This is for the play of the passion fruit, yes? Yeah, I'm a king. I need to look regal with a horse. Hopefully not on it, leading it, as I'm not keen to be honest. They're quite smelly, aren't they? And a bit spitty. And frankly, I get enough of that at home. So I need a sort of horse repellent hairstyle. Have you... Googled horse repellent hairstyle? You could ask Shula. Oh no, it's only horses I want to put off, really. Surprised you didn't ask Chelsea. She did such a lovely job on Linda. Oh, what is this now, please? Little Chelsea, a pretender to my throne? I don't think so. All she has learned so far is pixie cuts and how to get Elnet in everybody's eyes. I saw what she did to Bert Orobin, and there is no way a pixie cut works on him, not with that vest. You must be so proud of Chelsea, Susan. I mean, she failed all her exams, didn't she? But she's still struggling on, bless her. Yes, I am proud of her. She keeps out of trouble. Apart from mowing down that young lad, yeah. She doesn't have to write apology letters to people anyway, parading about with placards. You must have been mortified. Maya's just a very thoughtful young woman. 
very influenced by Greta Thunderberg. Chelsea's thoughtful in her own way, influenced by Inster and Little Mix. Little Mix what? I have to get better at my socials. I am very behind the time, but by the time I have hashtagged Febreze or Felbisham, I have run out of characters. Maya's very good at social media, Will says. She prefers it than talking to real people, as she doesn't like it when they disagree with her. So it suits her down to the ground. She could probably help you, Febreze. But she's so picky what with her being vegan, though. She wouldn't help if anything had been tested on animals. Tested on animals? Well, I once gave Lavinia Rafferty Schnauzer a graduated bob, but otherwise, no animals. Once I got rid of that psychotic cat to Mrs. Lady Piggy Woolly, I rinsed my hands. No products, I mean. Animal testing. What brand do you use? Schwarzkopf? L'Oreal? Oh, C&C. Cash and carry. Whatever is on offer. I get a wheelbarrow full of it, and that is what we use. This week it's, um, fairy? It is very good for my hands. Well, I'm sure Maya would be delighted to help you, Febreze. She's such a kind girl. Like Chelsea. She cut Blake's hair. That was to hide the tyre marks on his head. Oh, ladies, you both have lovely girls in your families. How lucky you are. Now let's have a little teeny tiny biscuit and a cup of lukewarm coffee with air floating in it. Clary, I will get Kelly Marie to feather you so you look very Parisian, but without the smell of drains. And Susan, you will look like the king of the passion and not at all attractive to an horse, okay? Kelly Marie, can you unplug Mrs. Booth and swap her for the coffee machine? I've got one word to say to you, Susan Carter. Alice. Yeah, fair point. to us on iTunes and you'll never miss an episode and please give us a review and we will give you big kisses Lucy will have her mask on mm. in the meantime if you'd like to contact us you can email ambridgeonthecouch at gmail.com and we love hearing from you it's my best bit in the podcast it means I can have a little bit of time off while Lucy reads them all out so more of those thanks we are do you want to do anything? no no breath you carry on we are at on Umbridge on Twitter. Oh, you can follow Mr. Newbie on Twitter at Newbie Couch. Uh, but he's one from the arches. Um, I've forgotten what they all sound like. Uh, sausages. And in the meantime, it's goodbye from all of us and have a lovely week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.